This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on role of press in a democracy. The participants are K.S. Sachidanand Murthy, senior journalist, and Vinay Kumar, journalist. As National Press Day is being celebrated today, this is also an occasion to look back on how and what has been the role of press in our democracy. By far, world's largest democracy, and we have a more than a lakh publications have been registered with uh, registrar of newspapers in India and uh, language newspapers, regional publications have done very well in the past. And this is also the story of how the written word, the printed word has become stronger in our country, in the world today where digital news is taking over. Our country still can take pride of having a very thriving newspaper industry, print media, as well as electronic media, which is not very old. Mr. Murthy, if we look at the journey so far for the past 70 years, although the first newspaper was published as Hickey's Gadget in West Bengal in mid-1800, what is the overview if we look at the role which the press has performed in a democracy in a diverse country like ours? It's a very challenging thing because in the last 70 years, the entire country's landscape has changed. If we look at the time when we attained our independence, our literacy was very low. Affordability because of the general poverty was also low. So very few people consume newspapers. Either they should have a good education, then they should have a fixed income and also a fixed abode. I mean, because the people who are on the move, accessibility, availability of newspaper was an issue. So that's why it was, but then what happened was during the freedom movement, we had this mass culture where in villages, in muhallas, uh, one educated person will read a newspaper, maybe 100, 200, 500 uh, illiterate or uh, poor background people will listen to it. So news was not just consumed by the news reader, the person who read the newspaper, but by a vast majority. That's how Gandhiji and the other leaders of the freedom movement could spread their message. Because if you can uh, observe the old uh, news reels, Gandhiji will stop at a railway station on his peregrinations. There will be three or four journalists standing writing it down. And then Gandhi's Harijan itself, it had a very limited circulation, but each copy was multiplied by being read, reread, passed on from hand to hand to congregation to congregation. So the power of the newspaper was understood by the people when we attained our independence. So that is the first of three decades of war. Independence was also a challenging period because we are a growing democracy, but then again our leaders were, apart from the official media of Akashwani, later Dudarshan, they had no other way to communicate. So newspapers became important and we could hold successfully one after the other democratic elections. Political parties could spread their message, government could speak about its various program projects because that will happen thanks to the media, so the print media. So then in the 70s, the media faced the biggest challenge due to the emergency where all uh, fundamental rights were suspended and there was press censorship. So the media had its own way of responding to it. Some newspapers stood up boldly against it, published blank uh, spaces where their editorials were there. Others did uh, agree for censorship, but they had their own way of uh, not cooperating, not being enthusiastic about the propaganda that was pushed to. So, but then that test by fire, Agni Pariksha, was very important for the press in India. And it became very robust. And also by then, 
the literacy and education reforms initiated by the governments in the 50s and 60s at the central started yielding fruit you know in early 1980 kottayam in kerala became the first district to be declared fully literate and very soon uh, states were declared fully literate so literacy expanded education expanded and then joint families became nuclear families so that's where the rise in circulation of newspapers and periodicals went up and the, the biggest growth was of the regional language newspapers i mean hindi newspapers had the lowest penetration level in the country compared to bengali or malayalam or tamil newspapers but hindi had its roaring expansion in the 70s 80s and 90s and today the hindi newspapers have circulation equal to the largest newspapers in the world and similarly many of our regional language newspapers so the print media has grown and then of course there have been challenges as you rightly mentioned uh, about the arrival of television news because the suddenly television chain is with satellite and cable television because the newspaper consumer was as i said earlier had to be literate had to have a fixed income and fixed abode but tv chain some of the you don't have to be literate even the illiterate person selling arts and goods and all that in very diverse professions could consume news so the television changed its uh, way of presentation it became much more sensational used a very very strong local idiom not just in hindi but in all indian languages so but then print took up that challenge and now the digital news has come everybody has a smartphone they can access news on the phone but still newspapers as you rightly noted have become very largely popular because their credibility factor and the mismuti also you know as you were uh, you know recounting the days when uh, india gained independence that was also the time when uh, you know newspapers were brought out with a missionary zeal there was no idea or no such you know the motive of reaping benefits or treating newspaper as a business which of late over the past 2 3 decades we have seen this tendency growing so naturally you know the many political leaders and the national discourse also we can say this kind of loose talk with a press in india is also you know it comes up questions on credibility questions on you know being trustworthy newspaper questions of what is the motive behind publishing a particular news these kind of discourses are becoming more common place these days so you know even if we see all the publications and newspapers having a combined circulation of nearly 240 million copies today in our country uh, very thriving but these questions have been you know raised in uh, many circles you know in bureaucratic in political in administrative that you know the motive of of a tv channel to show a particular news and we all know you know that uh, how media be it print and now electronic plays a vital role in uh, creating a, an awareness in the citizenry and you know having a debate on most relevant issues which the country faces be it economy be it politics be it education health sanitation and uh, you know prime minister modi has you know the time and again pointed out that uh, his clean india mission was given a big push by the media and that is how citizens became aware of having a clean environment leading a healthy life because of contaminated water you get nearly 70 80 diseases 
are waterborne, 73 to 75 percent. But if you are aware and media launches a campaign, because after attaining independence, that mission was accomplished of having a free and independent country. But then on, the task became of building up our country and having a you know thriving democracy, strong democracy, barring that black period of emergency which you rightly pointed out. No, see, when you measure heat, the purest form of heat is called the white heat. And whatever is forged in the white heat is the purest. So the, our freedom struggle was the pure heat of our nation. Right. And in that enormous idealism was forged. And you are really right. Most of the newspapers at that time had a missionary zeal. They stood for values. They wanted freedom, not only just political freedom for the country, but freedom of all kinds. And that was the kind of idealism which infused the entire population, the political parties, the different professions, including lawyers. So in that thing, it became a journalism was a mission, governance was a mission, legislating was a mission. So everybody, the whole country was in that mission mode. But then once that white heat started mm -hmm. cooling down and then uh, opportunities grew, the nation's uh, economy grew, then we were back to normal life. We had a nation which was going through a churn and every institution, the kind of politics of the 1950s, whether it was the communists or the Jansang or the... Socialists or the Congress, they were very pure politicians. But today, can we say the same about politicians? Our lawyers would travel distances to argue cases, pro bono, free, take up issues. Can we say the same about the legal profession? So media to transform, media to become... Also, the other thing is the costs of running a newspaper, what it was in 1947 and what it is in 2019 are vastly different. You have to bring large quantity, print newspaper, distribute it, use a fleet of this thing, and you have to pay a large army of journalists. So the cost itself, so it became a corporate enterprise. But what was important was that every newspaper should have preserved the independent of its uh, editorial room so that you still are truthful to news, truthful to facts. When a transformation, also the society was changing. There was a technological challenges and posed by television and all that. So, but then my thing is today if the newspapers are still credible because they overcome the transformation by and large. And also our people themselves have become highly commercialized. I do recall that in the 60s and 70s, idealism was so much that yeah. many people did not give the caste name to their children. Mm. They said, we are all Indians, we don't belong to this caste. Because the, the largest corporator's house in India when they established their newspapers and uh, other news this thing, they did not succeed because they did not pay attention to this very critical fact of credibility. And uh, that is what uh, exactly our Vice President Mr. M. Venkaiya Naidu, he quoted the, you know, the same sentiments while presenting National Press Day Awards. He said that you know, news and views are being clubbed today. So it is very difficult for a reader to filter out the news from the views. And he said that sensational uh, news is senseless and core values of journalism are getting eroded after political parties or business groups started their uh, own channels. And uh, fair, objective, accurate and balanced news should be presented to the readers. That when newspapers dumbed down for commercial reasons, became highly biased, then they lose their credibility. I remember one large newspaper chain in this country said we'll put the photograph of uh, uh, scantily clad women on the front page and go for titillation. Then suddenly the circulation went up. 
So they were all happy. But then the feedback from the serious readers who are targeted by their own advertisers, I'm talking about, was that this is not what we want on our front page of our paper because our family members see your paper. We can't read it, we have to hide it. So the newspaper changed the attitude and then became a serious paper. Then it said, no, we have to invest in journalists because another newspaper had said, Journalists need not apply for jobs. It wanted a different kind. But then it realized that pure journalism is the most important uh, thing. So then on the sensational point, I entirely agree that sensationalism should not be done for the sake of sensationalism. But when emphasis comes there on values, when a good uh, this thing, when uh, this is a country of enormous atrocities, unevenful things, despite all the progress we have made. A lot of people, especially women, children, the tribals and others are subjected to a lot of indignities, a lot of humiliation. And uh, the ordinary citizen is also pummeled by a large state. So when the media highlights this, politicians also should not call it sensationalism. If there is truth in it, if there is facts in it, they must correct themselves, ensure that all our citizens are given rights as guaranteed under our constitution. So I would not call a good reporting, which is factual, but which is repeatedly emphasized as sensational. Because sensationalism like cholesterol in the body. There is good cholesterol, there is bad cholesterol. So good sensationalism is always welcome, but as the Vice President rightly said, we should not have bad sensation. And he is again right that, Mr. Venkai Naidu, that facts, news and views should not be mixed. Thank you very much for the discussion. You were listening to a discussion on role of press in a democracy. The participants were K.S. Sachidanand Murthy, senior journalist and Vinay Kumar, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website newsonair.com. You can also follow us on the News on AIR app for updates. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.